0: Pat Rabbit, can and should they have been doing more to arrest this decline? Who's to blame for the poll struggles? Is it Enda? Is it Joan? Is it The Message or just the parties themselves?
1: Well, I I think uh, the cumulative effect of the last eight years uh, on people's lives and their family conditions and so on, you know, is very severe and it hasn't gone away, you know. And I think maybe the pitch... Of keep the recovery going uh, w- was probably with the benefit of hindsight uh, not inspired because people know uh, that uh, the economic statistics are very good uh, exceptionally good as against forecasts but uh, there are many families that haven't seen uh, the impact of that and they uh, I think, resent uh, being told that all you have to do is keep the recovery going and uh, our situations will get better. Uh, and therefore, you know, uh, the, the debate really has to focus... They just are not minded to believe political commitments. Uh, and, and that's a, a real challenge because when all is said and done about this concept of the fiscal space... The concept is a good one, which is that if the economy grows, there are going to be more resources to distribute. And the political choice question is, how do you distribute them? Um, but it, 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 it has gone down like a lead balloon uh, for, whatever, for, for whatever reason. And I think the issue now is uh, that it would be very wrong to think that the general election is over. Uh, We're halfway through. We're entering the critical period where a, a great many people are only actually engaging. My experience up to now is that people know what they're against and they know what displeases them and they know what their view of politicians and political parties are, but they haven't actually decided for whom will we give a number one vote. That is the amazing thing about it. They have not yet decided. And therefore... You know what happens in the last week? I don't know what it is. I don't know. Uh, I, I still think a good deal of it will redound. Will come back to the government. Mm-hmm. I think the issue for the Labour Party is in what proportion, how much of it comes back to Fine Gael as distinct from Labour. Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue. Uh,
0: Nora, not exactly where Fine Gael thought they'd be at this stage. I mean, we're only a couple of months ago talking oh maybe they'll hit overall majority territory they'd be in the early 30s at the start of the yes, campaign Yes so there was there was a little alarm. bit
2: of a little bit of sort of um, well it's kind of a done deal as we're yeah. going to move forward Remember in this election there are far more um, effective voices out there being able to tell the people what's not done as opposed to what has been done and Fine Gael and Labour are obviously saying to them, look, we wouldn't be where we are unless there'd been growth and unless we'd stopped the, the slide. Equally, Fianna Fáil are in the position where there are lots of voices to say, well, you're the ones who caused all the crash. It's both Fine Gael voices, Labour voices and the opposition. And even, uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but even listening to sort of the debates and each of the leaders getting their chance on the radio, if you're doing your housework in your home and you're listening to a, a radio interview with one of the leaders of the smaller groups or one of the multiple leaders of the smaller groups, um, you know, you're quite likely to be nodding along with them and saying, well, you know, there's still not enough school places. And you're thinking, yeah, my grandchild or my, my son or daughter couldn't get their children to school. So there's much more of that kind of, I don't want to call it negative stuff, but reminders to people. And it's hard in the middle of that stuff to get out the message that mm-hmm. things are better. And there's no doubt that I think behind the scenes the press people, the, the people who manage these things, are probably trying to quieten down um, the the Fine Gael people who are speaking. There are not many of them speaking on radio. It's mainly Enda and Leo Varadkar mm-hmm. and, to a lesser degree, Michael Noonan. You're not hearing much of the others uh, around. And maybe in the last week, maybe some some other voices need to come out and just explain what they've done in their departments and Uh what have helped. Well, I'd like to hear a little bit more from Frances maybe she's been kind of because of the crime stuff coming in. I think she hasn't been very vocal in the last week. She was very vocal early on, but she hasn't been so much because I suppose each time she'd be asked, "Now, well, what are you doing, and why didn't you do this?" And but is not the nature that? of politics. It's I the mean, nature I mean, of if, it, yeah. if
0: you're actually in the eye of the storm, sure you, 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 you should be
2: fighting. Not hiding. I'd like to hear a little more from from. Um, Haskell. Um, mm-hmm. now I'm I'm not saying that they're Again, staying a, back.
0: A, a Lewis strike which he, he yes. is washing his hands of.
2: Well he can't really it's not going to give anybody fifty three percent rise. He, it's not yeah. it, it's not the government's money to give to give away. It's this is with the company. Um, but I think that I mean, what's happening is there are 40 elections going on. And as you look at each of the areas, everybody is digging in now. But the local radios are playing a huge, huge part. The weather hasn't been great. All these things come together to give this 26% and, and 8 or 9% for Labour. I, like Pat, I think it will get a little bit better as the last week comes in. People, I was at something last night, a, a, Lent, a Lenten talk last night out in Malahide and they do these weekly Lenten talks and talking to people after it, having the cup of tea and a lot of people were coming over to me saying, what's going to happen? I mm-hmm. hope it's not going to be all those... The people are thinking about what the effect of, you know, 45 or 55 independents would be on the doll. I don't know how many there are there there now, but between the small parties and that, you could go very big. And they are worried about, you know, going into a cycle of two elections and maybe three elections. And I got a sense that they're saying, look, on the day we will settle down and we will look at... Fianna Fáil, Gael, Labour, and see which of those we yeah. want to give our okay. vote to. But
0: Bertie Arne, where did it all go wrong, as the, man, as the man would say?
3: Well, I suppose the first thing is to is to put the uh, the health warning. You know, uh, I love sport, as, as you know, and a match is never over until the final whistle. Mm-hmm. So uh, many many a day I've, I've watched my loved teams where I thought they'd won... And they lost, and and, and vice versa. So and these days, you watch Man United thinking they're winning and they're losing. No, yeah, well, well it, that never happens nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it it can it can switch around. But there are a few interesting things. I, I think maybe the whole campaign style of the of the government party, particularly Fine Gael, I think it was all planned out in October for the November election, uh, and they didn't change the plan. Um, uh, they they pick a, a topic for every day. And they, uh, I started that game, but these things have a sell-by date, and and I think the sell-by date was probably a long time ago, but and it wasn't twenty eleven or sixteen. So um, you need to get, to get off that because you have to deal with the issue today, particularly when when you're losing the grand, if you're if you're on status quo or or if you're uh, slightly gaining, uh, and if you're just following a message that's not working. Uh, I think Pat is, is is right in just that the. Uh, the mood of the electorate. One of the things that I did not think about, and I, I'd have to be honest about, about this, it wasn't something to grasp, from, but I've now picked up constantly, particularly since we were even talking. An awful lot of people are in jobs who are on contract jobs, and, and it's not the zero contracts issue, but uh, they've got jobs, but they consider that they're on a business on money. Uh, a lot of the firms. Uh, and a lot of the agencies are paying them, giving them jobs, or even permanent jobs, but they're on money way below what they believe that they've qualified mm. for, or that their their technical skills are. And um, uh, now there's a good question about who's benefiting out of all of that. And I think there's a this issue is happening in America at the moment, where where the the companies are making a fortune. Um, um, and, and way up at, at profit levels that haven't been for a long time. But the salaries and wages levels are are, are, are way at the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in America, the issue is the companies are ripping it off. Now, whether that's true or not true, but there are a huge proportion of people who are actu- who have actually got jobs or in employment and um, are in the early 20s or late 20s or early 30s, and they're comparing what they would have been. And they're aggrieved. They don't feel it. And when they hear the message... Um, that just keep it all going uh, and they're told that there's no possibility of an increase this year and this isn't the government the government aren't fixing these salaries um, it, it's private sector jobs I'm talking about bad enough and the civil service and all that but we understand all the problems in there but they don't understand that their company is doing very well and they're hearing the great news that exports are 111 billion last year, mm-hmm. uh, like they were never before, never even in the so-called Celtic mm-hmm. Tiger days, where they this they're saying, well, what the hell is this, Liam? Yeah. And and that is um, all over the place, and particularly in in in, it's not just some working class. Patches, it's in middle-class Patches. They say, yeah, I have a job. And you want me to keep with this? That isn't the message You're I want to, to hear. Department. Well, well, I can tell you this. I, I'm not so sure in the end of the day they might turn around. And I, I, I don't think they're, they're going to go out and vote for Anti-Austerity Alliance. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the kind of people they are. But they, uh, they, they are they're, they're worried about that. Some of them will drift to, to in, independence. But, you know, it, it's hard to believe, you know, that and we, we might as well address this issue. You know, half of the independents that are elected um, in the whole Western world democracies are, are now in Ireland. You know, it's it, it, it it's it's extraordinary. And I I didn't analyse that. It's in Noel Whelan's book. And it it it's um you know so think that that we're into a position that we we think we can run run governments best uh, with a new model, and uh, that is based on. On independence, Well, you know, case or I, if you invite me back in a few years' time if I'm still alive and well, uh, I think we'll, we, that that's not going to go down a good idea. Okay, it, in, okay. The Independent
1: yeah. Alliance have produced an academic uh, whose purpose was to show that it uh, adds to stability to have more independence. But every time I hear him interviewed, he proves the opposite for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, And uh, I can't see how it could be otherwise. I mean, and uh, then the people that uh, Bertie talks about, uh, will they vote for Sinn Féin? Um, I've just got a snatch of an interview with Sean O'Rourke a few minutes ago where uh, Gerry Adams had a car crash interview Mm -hmm. back on his own, uh, his own old unsure territory of economics. Uh, which he really has difficulty with, uh, and it really would destroy an, an another party leader. But the, the the heartland of Sinn Féin's support, uh, you know, seems to uh, build in a discount factor for all that. It doesn't seem to matter. Um, no, he was showing solidarity with the people by refusing to pay his water charges on his holiday home which he
0: pays for off the average industrial wage along with his house in Belfast, along with his accommodation in Loud, along with his office in Loud. So he's some some economist and some man to manage the the family finances in that regard.
1: He he told the Doyle that he would pay his water charges. It was Mm. only the by-election in South West where the seat was snatched uh, by uh, Paul Murphy. I mean, it is interesting in in my constituency, uh, you know, the the, uh, combined effect of Uh, the Paul Murphy nihilist protest politics uh, is dragging Sinn Féin to even more extreme positions than Sinn Féin are comfortable Mm. with now because it 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 uh, it really is um, you know uh, such a negative uh, perspective on politics a plague on all your houses we don't care whether there'll be a government or not Mm. now you know uh, whatever the outcome when you look around us at the uncertainties that are out there in the world in which we must trade and make our living there are a lot of uncertainties there is the British referendum upcoming uh, there is the continued uh, uh, rickety uh, uh, nature of the Eurozone uh, there is the huge challenge of migration there is the enormous Implications of the climate change commitments we have entered into, in terms of delivering on them, uh, all of these things are so big, and nowadays uh, uh, the price of money mm-hmm. can can again rise so quickly uh, that our apparent uh,
2: economic stability can be disrupted again. Yeah, but so, I, I, think, I mean, what you mentioned, Fine Gael and Labour, and them staying static in the polls mm-hmm. or going down. There's been a change for Sinn Féin as well. They seem to be also bottom, plateauing and go, going down as well. So there's there's a kind of movement out there that appears to be going against the government, but at the same time is also really analysing what Sinn Féin is doing. So the very high level of, of hope that they had and they talk about that 24, Sinn 25, Sinn Féin and
0: Fianna Fáil are not are not doing better. I I think the
2: polls are, frankly, I think the polls are underestimating the Fianna Fáil support Mm -hmm. out there. I really do. I think wherever they have um, a decent candidate, and I don't know all the candidates around, so I'm not being pejorative about anybody, wherever there's a good Fianna Fáil candidate and where they have minded the ticket carefully, um, my sense is that they will get elected. And uh, because I think the solid Fianna Fáilers some of whom lent their vote, I don't know how much they lent it, but gave their vote to Fine Gael and or Labour last time. If they see a decent candidate, will come back. So I think Fianna Fáil are looking at... My estimate would be 34 to 35 seats and that would be a very good, good day good for day. them. Yeah. And and I think that is happening. Now, I know I happen to come from a constituency where there's almost a dead certainty mm-hmm. uh, Dar O'Brien will get a seat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because there's an extra seat. It's a very nice c- c- situation to be in where they actually add an extra seat to your constituency. It's worse where they take one away, as we know, in, in Cork South Central mm-hmm. and, 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 and Fingal. And you, even that. looking
0: at the local polls have been out between our, ourselves and mm-hmm. the Irish mm-hmm. Independent and TG Carr and Donegal they're challenging for a second seat. Dublin West uh probably gonna take take a seat uh there. Uh in oh, Mayo will win challenging of seat, yeah. Fianna Fáil, Fianna Fáil so will Challenging win seat, for yeah. for a second yeah. seat. Kerry Clearly, winning winning a seat there yeah. as well. So the the feint of pattern is, is yes, is, it's but but the, but the difficulty is the is, is their
2: numbers will still be. I mean, how do you make up the, the eighty seats that you need to or seventy nine mm-hmm. seats you need for a, for a, a government? And Mihal Martin has made it clear, Sinn Fein is not in his sights. Now that you're going to say to me. The next thing is the Fianna fail one. Mm-hmm. And look, who knows? We Like, I, I was around when, when John Bruton rejected the um, democratic left and we didn't go into government. And then two or three years later, everything was fine. So you just, I mean, we just have to sit and watch as the So this lay unfolds. it on the table
0: then as the, as the torch carrier of the... No, well the well Collins not, family yeah. <laughs> Right um, So Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael. I, I, I don't know Within Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael Will there be a, a Party convention I think it probably will have to be In don't Fianna fail not be, sure yes. in Fine Gael yeah, There is a yeah. Fianna Fáil yes. a party convention to have And convention we have to, to as well And of course the leader the, you know, Our leader okay, okay, So Gael, you're, you're, you're at that in, well, in a month's time What way are you voting?
2: Well, um. if, 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 okay, you go back into the doll. <laughs> yes, uh, you're back into you're the Dáil. You're and in
0: the Kenny, backed by, yeah. back the Labour Party. You can't make up the yeah. numbers Mind there. Mind
2: you, none of the three of us will be back in the doll yeah, doing yeah. any of this, but that doesn't so matter. So the numbers yet.
0: aren't there. The only coalition uh, available to the people to provide a government that,
2: that Pat has been yeah. discussing is Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael. Where, where do you stand then? I think I'd have to weigh up what damage might be done to the country and to the economy and I don't think it's such a far-fetched idea, as I would have said 20 years ago. I'll be frank with you. I hope it doesn't come to that situation. But if I, as, as an ordinary member of the Party, had to vote and I wanted to see a stable government and Labour could not form that with Fine Gael, I think I would have to probably swallow hard and vote for a Fianna Fáil Fine Gael government.
0: Okay, and Bertie Ahern within Fianna Fáil, what's what's your gut instinct? Of, would, um, would it get through such a,
3: a
2: conference? No, I
0: don't think it would. Yeah, um, but but
3: you know th- you have to take Nora's do you think, point. Do you think it should? You, be? the other side of an election, uh, when people are faced with the figures, I mm-hmm. mean, if, if you look at the moment, there are only two people can be Taoiseach. and uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, present Taoiseach and the Kenny or Michael Martin, uh, and the Kenny looking at it probably has the easier job of pulling the people in but if you take the polls now by and large what they've been all the campaign and we've had a lot of them now we've had different ones mm-hmm. and we've if you look at them all he can only do that by going with Labour, RENUA, Social Democrats and looking at the last poll he'd be still a few short. Um, is that possible to do? Yes it is, it is possible to do. It's very stable, maybe it's you know relatively stable. Fianna Fáil, because Sinn Féin are out, Fianna Fáil would have to go with Labour, with with at yes. with, with uh, the Independent Alliance. Is that very stable? Again, so at the other side of the campaign, now I was there in 89. I was a fairly influential person in the in the campaign of 89. Um, at the end of the campaign, everyone sat down, there was this, that and the other I was the one who wrote the, 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 the document up. I, I discussed it with Martin Mansert. And then I was given the job because I I was young and stupid of driving out to Concealy um, to, to tell, <laughs> the um, good news. To, to tell <laughs> Charlie that the view of everybody else who were all safely around the country was <laughs> that we'd have to go with the PDs. Well, I, I was asked back again two days later, i have been thrown out. But it, it, it's, you know... It came around to to, to that in mm. the end, and but it was a big, big decision. Mm. Now, will, will we be into that ground again? I don't know. But I, to be to be honest, but do you, you think
0: then, it's a, it will be the, do you think it will
3: happen though? I don't actually think okay. it'll happen. I don't you, you think, just think I, people I, in the party
0: say no. Yeah, I, sentence, I, I, right. I think
3: I think that. But but if they're faced with listen, we could be back out in the streets again yeah. in three yeah. months. Um it's, it's amazing how people change. I've gone into mm-hmm. rooms and, and, you know, there's been 10-hour debates. We used to have them regularly. Um, and, and people have a different view. Um, the smoke-filled rooms are gone, thank God. But it, it, after, after 12 hours, people might change their position. But I don't see it. But, you know, can I say this? I, I, I don't think we should go into the position that the British uh, media and political system did um, last summer, where they spent the entire last week... In every interview, in every editorial, in mm. every column that was on by the great people talking about what was going to happen, informing in the government after the election, like that is like saying, you know, how are we going to explain the result at half time, at full time? Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, that that isn't logical. That the game ends um, at nine o'clock, on, or ten o'clock on Friday week. Mm-hmm. That's when the game ends. You can't do anything about it after that except count them. But you know if 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 I was still you know where I used to be Uh, driving a big party forward or a small party or any party your whole energy every hour of the day bar three or four hours sleep should be into trying to get your message across, explain your position, help candidates that are on the borderline, you know um, beat the other arguments put it forward and try and do it on policy base. I think the personality stuff, I mean Michael Martin will be a a saint shortly with all the attacks he's getting and that's a, a waste of space, I think the issue should be um, on, on policies. Where are we going for the next few years? Otherwise, if we if we keep on talking about, are the independents going to get twenty five seats? Are the small parties going to get ten? Are the shinners going to get twenty five? We keep going that way. There'll be no room left for Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, and labor there They'll have no seats at all. And you know that that's that's not going to happen. You know, I, I think I think Fianna Fáil. Uh, my, my my old friends are are, go, are going to do um, far better than people think. They're not going to get forty plus seats, but um, you know. And I I think Fine Gael will come back up a bit. Labour, traditionally since the foundation of state, um, hold eleven percent are not far off it on a bad day. They might be a little bit off it, but they won't be that far, far off it. And they usually get a good return for seats because their their members will will fairly. The big parties will transfer sixty percent. Independence will will be probably 30 percent. And one of the things I, I which would be very very interesting to watch is uh, independence. Um, by their nature, and I don't think it's going to be much different this time, they don't transfer within each other. They're not shown a coherence within each other. Mm-hmm. And unless they change that, they're going to have a whole lot of votes that will not transfer on. And then what will happen is, when you come down to the last seat, you're going to get the traditional parties who are far better at all in their transfers. And I think that's what you're going to have 40 last-seat scenarios and um, I've been through the figures now a, a fair bit in, in playing the game like everybody else. Um, you'd be a brave person that would be calling more than about 10 of those last seats at this stage. Um, and so I, I, I think we, let, let, let's play out till last week of this in policies, on issues, about jobs, the economy, what happens if our friends across the water do hardy Cardiff, which I think I was in Cardiff the other day and I was amazed to hear sane-thinking people saying they think this is going to be lost, I mean these are problems uh, and problems that, OK, we mightn't be able to solve between now and Friday week, but we're going to bloody well have to solve them very well. One thing afterwards. I wanted
2: to just quickly <coughs> clarify what I was saying earlier. I mean, one of the big issues in any discussion between Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael will be who will be the opposition if they form the government. Yeah. And, I, you know, whereas I think there might be a discussion about coming together, that kind of issue will come in. But I'll remind Bertie, a lot of the younger Fianna Fáil TDs, are not as high bound with the the whole historic thing of Fine Gael and Finnafall, and there's a lot of younger people in Fine Gael. But I think it'll come down to people saying, "Well, if we go in, if Finnafall says we'll go in with Fine Gael, it just leaves the the the, the floor open for Sinn Fein then to become." I think that's the, the issue rather than, I think, I think than it is, rather than rather the civil war. Than the civil or war or I, yeah, think I don't. That's a much I don't think issue.
3: that's the. This were, I mean, the day that Finnafall and Fine Gael... Um, come together if it ever happens. Yeah. Um, you're you're allowing Creating the, new the growth of, yeah. of of others, and that's I think what will we'll much more. Be, but anyway,
1: you could take <laughs> back the name at that stage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the the combined party should be called Sinn Fein then. That could have uh, <laughs> yeah. could have a major well, there, impact. We've enough
3: of new parties in this election. <laughs> I yeah. is. Anyway. <laughs> is that not though?
0: With the end of the civil war not create a left-right alignment in in our, I mean in effect we are operating a political system that has an artificial divide, it isn't really along ideological grounds as such as they have in other countries it's more about uh, events that that happened uh, in the early 1920s and which
1: side people took in that Well I I still think we are a very conservative, cautious country uh, notwithstanding the fragmentation that we're seeing before our eyes and I think Sinn Féin is a nationalist movement. I think in times of austerity, it suits to add on the language of socialism and equality and protest and all the rest. I mean, Sinn Féin haven't grown uh, because of the fourth green field Mm -hmm. or because of their dedication to a united Ireland. Sinn Féin has grown because of austerity. Sinn Féin lost a seat And went back with four, I think it was, in 2007, Mm -hmm. when they were going to be in government and so on. And what has boosted uh, Sinn Féin is austerity. So, you know, I I think that's one of the problems. I think ministers have been introverted uh, in in their approach to the uh, campaign. They have been so preoccupied uh, looking at the statistics and the figures and, uh, you know... Uh, obsessed with uh, the progress in macroeconomic terms that they presume that everybody else is seized by the same uh, obsession and they haven't explained to the public what are the implications of a non-stable government situation after the general election. They haven't... Does that go as much for Labour ministers as Fine Gael ministers? Do it, does, think? Think yeah. it does, um, it does.
0: I think. It does. Can I put something to you? And and Joan Burton, as, as leader of the party, OK, she's out front all the time and, and she's doing the main battling. She doesn't seem to have a whole heck of a lot of backup. And ultimately, she discarded yourself and Rory and Eamon... 18 months or two years ago when she took over. And the ranks now behind her, they're not exactly stepping up to the plate.
1: Well, I mean, I, I think I heard her on radio this morning and reference was made to, was it two or three television uh, stations following her around? Mm-hmm. I mean, that tends to be the way nowadays. Mm. Uh, and especially if you happen to be a Dublin leader, mm. uh, you know, it's very convenient uh, and all the rest. So I, I think, you know, they, they they tend to follow the leader's and uh, so on. I mean, I think a man whose stature has been immensely raised by his period in this government is Brendan Howland. Uh, I think Alex White is an extremely competent performer. I think the likes of Eon o'reardon has come on the, uh, the radar since he became a junior minister. I mean, I think there are people there. Perhaps they're not out as much as they should be. Uh, but... To go back to... And Aon won the, the TG Catter leaders debate last night, by the way, according to... Oh, did he, yeah. Right. Yeah. afterwards, yeah. Uh, uh, to, to, to go back to the... Um, both Nora and uh, Bertie, when were very close to putting figures on it. I mean, Nora said that she thinks... I, I think she's right, that Fianna Fáil will do a couple of points better than the polls, and I think Sinn Féin will do a couple of points less well. But... That's 35 seats for Fianna Fáil on a good mm-hmm. day, mm. uh, and so on. I mean, to be honest, uh, we we may be in a valley period at the moment, but one can't see Fine Gael coming back with less than 55 seats, mm-hmm. and I still think it it, it will reach 60. Uh, th- that that's my own view. Um, what about Labour
0: then? Are you going to go back to the old two and a half party state position of you know maybe ten, eleven percent? Would you be happy with that now? Would you take that now if that was on the table?
1: Um, I think probably in the circumstances that we're in, uh, uh, I think that probably would be uh, would would be uh, a, a realistic result. Okay. And uh,
0: how many seats out of that? I mean, traditionally that gave you about well, twenty seats. Would you would you take fifteen plus? Then, if, you, if you? Um,
1: well, I, I, I think if I say yes to that, uh, <laughs> yeah. we know I'm we know, yeah. we know yeah. where that's going, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so on. But what I'm saying is that. The game isn't over. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think the parties have been maladroit enough in terms of the handling of the campaign up to here, because the anger has died down. You know, but it's very that, easy to stir up. There isn't it up. that tornado of rage mm. uh, that was there in the local elections. But people's sense of grievance hasn't gone away. I mean, it is very. D- if you got cut, uh, maybe you did. As part of the generation who got mortgages coming up Mm. to the crash, Uh, if you're trying to pay for childcare, property tax, everything. If you're a pensioner managing to do fine until you were hit with property tax, uh, you know, there's a lot of cohorts out there that have no reason to start applauding uh, Mm. the recovery because uh, the recession has cost them dearly.